Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and today is very special because I'm doing my first interview, which I'm extremely excited about. It's with a woman here in Austin, Texas. Her name is Brett Hagnes. And most of you who listen, if you're in Austin, may know of her. She teaches at Wanderlust Yoga Studio, and she is an entrepreneur and has her own birth doula business. So if you are pregnant, if you are expecting, please reach out to her. She's wonderful. And she is going to talk to us about the dosha pitta today in Ayurveda, but I'm going to let her do any introduction that she may want. I don't know how to do this. Hi, everyone. No, that was great. Thank you, Christine. Yeah, like Christine said, I teach yoga here in Austin, Texas, and I'm a birth doula. And um, I've been teaching yoga for about five years and studying Ayurveda for four of those years. So I'm nowhere near an expert, but I've dabbled in it quite a bit. Yes. So um, today I'll be breaking down the Pitta Dosha, which... Christine touched on a little bit in the last Ayurveda episode, but I'll really dive into it and dig deep today. So starting from the top, Ayurveda as a science, um, it's just that, it's a science. So it's the sister science of yoga, and the root word Ayur means life, Veda means science. It began in Kerala, India over 4,000 years ago. And something that's interesting about Ayurveda is that the first Ayurvedic text actually predates the first yoga um, text, the Yoga Sutras. So it may have been around longer than yoga, but we don't really know. Um, So the five element theory of Ayurveda breaks down into the five Pancha Mahabhutas, or the five elements, which I'm sure you're already familiar with. It's earth, water, fire, air, and wind kind of go together, and then space and ether go together. And you can spend a long time breaking down all of those, but for today, we'll just focus on fire and water, which are the primary and secondary elements of the Pitta Dosha. I love that. I love that fire and water are together yeah. for pitta. Because yeah. if you think about like steam, mm-hmm. and that's hot yeah. in and of itself. Yeah, I like to think of when pittas and dosha, it's sort of like boiling water that can carry mm-hmm. things through transformation. Wow. Think about just like rice, putting rice in boiling water. Wow. It you know, changes it from this hard state to this soft state. And then when pitta goes out of balance, that's when we get that um, imagery of steam, like a hothead. Yeah. Like steam coming out of the ears. I love that because Pitta primarily is Mars, which is Mm -hmm. this active warrior-like energy, which rules Aries and Scorpio. And so Aries is known for being the hothead Mm -hmm. with steam coming out of the ears. And Scorpio is known for transformation, which Brett was talking about earlier, this heat in which creates transformation and burns through karma. Yeah. Yeah. And in my experience, Aries and Scorpio are both very intense signs. Yes. But when contained, they're not, when contained, they bring about transformation rather mm-hmm. than the energy of like, whoa, this is too much. I have to well, step back. It's like an actualized versus unactualized. Yeah. And like the potential if you harness the energy properly. Yeah. So cool. Thank you. 
So as I break down Pitta Dosha, you might start to analyze yourself or people in your life and think, wow, my mom is really Pitta. <laughs> or, wow, yeah, when I go out of balance, I lean towards Pitta quite a bit. And the thing about the doshas is if a dosha is very, very obvious, most likely it's out of balance. Mm. So of the three doshas, uh, Vata, Pitta, and Kappa, two of them will be stronger and then one will be the strongest. Mm -hmm. And I think you said this in the last episode, there always are people who are tri-dosha mm -hmm. or who have two that are pretty similar and one that's a little lower, but the whole premise of Ayurveda is that we have all three. Yes. So Pitta dosha, it's ruled by fire primarily and water secondarily. It rules digestion and absorption. So in the body, pitta energy is located in the digestive system and the gut, as well as the heart. Mm. Yeah. Pitta season is in the summer. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty obvious. And the qualities of pitta in general, um, pitta is sharp, it's pungent, it's oily, it's regular, it's rough, it's fast, and it's bright. So when a pitta person is in balance, physically, you might be able to tell or to uh, categorize someone as a pitta dosha because they usually have lighter eyes. My Ayurveda teacher, Ali Kramer, describes it as laser beam eyes, where you look at someone and you're like, whoa. Do you have those? I don't think I do. I feel like you might. <laughs> I feel like it's a half. I think of... Some people, like Courtney Cox, who has those really light oh, blue eyes, okay. but they're sharp. Okay, that. that makes sense. Uh, yeah, so laser beam eyes. They have lighter hair. A dead giveaway of a pitta person is red hair. Mm. It's like the fire is literally coming out of their head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thinner hair. And they have triangles and triangular facial structure. So maybe that's a sharp nose or triangular cheekbones or chin or eyebrows, sharp V-shaped eyebrows. Mm -hmm. um, they're athletic for the most part. Usually they're naturally athletic. They have freckles. They're not too tall and they're not too short, so medium height for the most part. And pitta men can bald very early. Mm. And it's not the balding where they look old, it's like a 30-year-old man who's bald, and you're like, wow, that looks pretty good. <laughs> you're rocking it. Yeah, because he's also muscular, right? Yeah, and nice. athletic. Yeah. And I love that. So in Vedic astrology, mm -hmm. if you have sun in your first house, sun is literally a ball of fire. Mm -hmm. So it's very pitta. And so anyone who is a Leo rising or has moon in Leo are going to have pitta qualities. But anyone with sun specifically in the first house, something that is known amongst astrologers is they bald early. Oh, wow. So people with sun, yes, in the first house will either have thinning hair, they'll start losing their hair early, or they'll actually have like a receding hairline with sun in the first house that's often seen, which is what you're suggesting yeah. just now. Who are some famous people who have sun in the first house? <laughs> Logic, the rapper. Oh, yeah. He even raps about his receding hairline. That's so funny. <laughs> it's so true. It's so funny. I think of Madonna a lot when I think of just like mm. pure pitta energy. She is a Leo rising in Vedic astrology. Look at that. That's <laughs> interesting. Another famous pitta um, 
that I come across a lot is Sting, the musician. Oh, yeah. I don't know what his chart looks like. It would be interesting to look at. Yeah. Even if you look at his face, you can see those triangles in his bone structure. Yeah. No, I love that. I'll actually look up his chart. Maybe I'll do a segment entirely on Sting (laughs) and following up on his pitta composition. Yeah. Um, So pitta, when they're in balance mentally and emotionally, and what I say, what I mean when I say in balance is that their pitta is harmonized. Mm. So I'll speak a little bit later about what can throw pittas out of balance. But just for right now, when a pitta is in balance and their pitta is harmonized, mentally and emotionally, they're very smart. They can be perfectionists, which then can sway towards bringing them out of balance. They put too much stress on that. They're charismatic and they're funny, the life of the party. They're very focused, very clear, very determined. They're great in crisis. They're the friend that you call when you have an emergency. And they might not be the one that's like, oh, sweetie, it's okay. You can come cry on my shoulder. (laughs) Instead, they're like, all right, well, let's see what we can get done about this, and let's you know put ourselves to action, get it to and like hair doers, out. yes, workaholics, yeah, yeah. Uh, the saying for Pitta is that they're quick to learn, and they will forget when the information is no longer relevant to them. Mm. Yeah, I've actually read that that Pitta's learned specifically for reasons or like specifically for topics that interest them. Yes. And if it's something that they don't need or that doesn't interest them, they're quick to learn and quick to forget. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. They're daring and courageous. They might be like the daredevils or the friend who's spontaneous and says, hey, you want to go cliff diving with me today? (laughs) And then the coffin, he's like, no. (laughs) They're really charming. They're outgoing. And they're all heart. So they have this very fiery, intense energy, but it comes from a place of love when they're in balance. They want to take care of the people around them and support the people around them to chase after their goals or to get stuff done. Yeah. They love being in the spotlight. So a lot of big movie stars or pop stars have a lot of pitta in them. That's really fascinating. So pitta again, rules Mars, and the fire signs that it rules are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius, and there are a lot of famous people who have many planets in either Leo, Mm. Sagittarius, or Aries, because they're not afraid to take the spotlight, and they're not afraid to do the work necessary to achieve the spotlight. Yeah. These are the go-getters. They're not afraid to step into the fire. Yes. CEOs often are pittas as well. Yes. So when a pitta is out of balance, you can tell because they tend to sweat a lot. Mm. They sway towards inflammation, whether that's in the skin or in digestion. They might have heartburn or acid reflux. I get that all the time in the summer. They have an uncontrollable hunger because their their digestion is just moving so fast. Uh, High blood pressure, hypertension. They burn out (laughs) from doing too much and working too hard. They can get angry or frustrated. One of my friends, Giaconda Parker, she says that when you look around or when a pitta, a pitta can know they're out of balance when they look around and all they see is scorched earth. So everyone has just retreated because it's too much. 
Wow. Yeah. Too much, too much fire causes people to flee. Yeah. Things to burn. And it also can cause, like the first thing that I thought of when you said that was feeling like nothing is going your way. Yeah. And so it's like when you're burnt out, everything that you're doing is crap. All of your assignments are crap. All yeah. The, like, you know what I mean? All the projects are just, you don't have that zest or desire to keep going. Where if they do burn out and allow themselves to rest, they can come back into the clarity of like, I can do this. Exactly. Yeah. Which can also cause them to be manipulative. If they say that things around them aren't going as they want, mm. they think that they can just manipulate the situation to make it work for them. Mm. They can be a little self-centered when out of balance or... Yeah, workaholics. I'm really excited for you to get to the balance part and how to come back yeah. into that. <laughs> yeah. So pittas can be thrown out of balance maybe because they take on too much work and it's pitta season and they're only eating spicy foods. This is a very obvious example. Um, things that can throw pittas out of balance are working too hard and not taking time to enjoy unscheduled rest. Sometimes pittas will write in their calendar from 1 to 2 p.m. on Thursday. I have time to rest. <laughs> my boyfriend, this is my boyfriend. And he won't admit that he's pitta. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm vata. I'm like, no, <laughs> you're not. Yeah. You're pitta. At least now. But anyway. If you find yourself not knowing what to do with a few hours of free time, you might be pitta. Mm. <laughs> um, so when we look at foods, spicy foods, obviously are ruled by fire. So they can speed up pitta and digestion if that's what you're needing. But if you already are pitta dosha and it's the middle of summer, maybe don't go eat really spicy curry with a bunch of peppers in it. What would be good to eat? Anything that has water and earth Mm -hmm. qualities to it. So root vegetables, anything that literally grows in the soil, Mm. sweet potatoes and beets. Sweetness also is good for pittas. Yeah. So is the heart. So fruits, Mm -hmm. um, cucumbers, beans are great, lentils, ghee, Mm. that oily, earthy type of substance. Generally, some Ayurvedic Practitioners will say pittas shouldn't eat anything that's red when their pitta is out of balance. So even strawberries can be heating for pittas. And what about like red apples? I don't know about red apples actually because on the inside they're not red and they are sweet and watery. Yeah, that's how I feel. And I remember actually talking about apples specifically in the Ayurveda training I took. But I can't – I remember that the green ones are heating – and they're sour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel like the red ones are generally cooling. So maybe it's just because they're not red on the inside. Yeah. Sour is a flavor profile that is pitta in nature, so it oh. can throw off pitta dosha. You can you're really so dive <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. I'm excited to be here. Um, and pitta time of day is 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., which is lunchtime. Mm-hmm. So that's also a good time for pitta to eat their first meal. Mm-hmm. And then 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Okay. So if you find yourself up at 2 a.m. and you're working so hard, uh-huh. it's that pizza time of day. Is it good to have a snack at that time? It's good to go to sleep. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> I was confused. I thought you were saying eating in the middle of the day and like late at night was good. I was like, this is so validating because I get up and eat in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it's natural. It's natural when you're up that late already and you get into like a workflow, you uh-huh. tend to lose time and you look at your clock and you're like, whoa, it's 2 a.m. already. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe if you're out socializing with friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But good to go to sleep. Yes. Good to go, good to, to, go to sleep. Got it. And pitta season in the summer does bring out the pitta in all of us. Okay. So maybe even if you're listening and you know that you're a kapha or a vata or you're not quite sure, but you're like, this is kind of hitting home. Pitta season brings out that fire in all of us mm. because we have all three doshas. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Other things to balance pitta is just get in water. If you live in Austin, go hop in Barton Springs. That cool, like healing properties of the water. Then you get out and you just feel invigorated, mm-hmm. a little more um, harmonized with nature. That unscheduled leisure time. So okay. something that's not written down on your calendar. <laughs> Foods that grow under the earth. Uh, patchouli oil is good to wear. It's grounding. It's a kapha oil. Mm-hmm. Peppermint oil is cooling for the most part. Mm-hmm. It's vata. If you practice yoga, ways to cool off your pitta, if you feel like you have too much, would be like slower vinyasa, restorative yoga. Maybe not so much yin, but restorative, I would say, because in yin, you are finding that edge and that fire and the stretch, and restorative, you're just grounding completely. Yes, yes. Satali pranayama. Where you curl your tongue like a taco and breathe in. It's that cool air that you drink in. Yeah. I taught that recently in a forecast. I love it. Satali breathing. It's so good, y'all. Go back and listen to that (laughs) if you want to know more about Satali breathing. Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything else that you want to add or – I would say Ayurveda is a subject that you can really dive into. And in our modern world, it's a pathway to live in harmony with our surroundings and all of the chaos and the frenetic energy that's thrown at us every day. Wow. Yes. It's like a natural way of being and getting in touch with your body and in nature Mm -hmm. and how your body is responding to the natural environment and how you can work with the natural environment to come back into balance. Yeah. So it's just like yoga. It's a way to look at yourself and say, okay, where am I doing too much? Where am I not doing enough? What can Mm -hmm. I invite into my daily practices that help bring me into harmony? Yes. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. And so if you have a strong sun if you have a strong Mars, if you have several planets placed in Scorpio or Aries, Leo or Sagittarius, you probably have a high Pitta composition. And so like Brett was mentioning, just noticing if you are feeling in balance, if you're feeling out of balance, and perhaps even taking her words of advice for finding (laughs) balance and seeing how you feel, right? Using yourself as a case study and seeing what's different if you decide to eat you know, cucumbers as opposed to jalapeno peppers, yeah. <laughs> which is obviously a broad example, right? Yeah. But staying hydrated, going swimming, taking cooling practices, slowing down, spontaneous rest, things like this. And so again, I am talking with Brett Hagenis and her last name, I actually had to spell and she's been my friend for a long time. So I'm <laughs> going to spell it for you. It's H A G. 
I-N-A-S. And you can find her at brethagnes.com. Maybe she'll even do a meeting with you for Ayurveda. I don't know if she offers that. I but do. Maybe she will now. There we go. Um, or find her class at Wonderlust Yoga here in Austin, Texas. Um, do you have any last words? No, thank you okay. so much. Yes, thank you. Um, this is Astrology Now Podcast. If you'd like a reading, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga, and please follow Astrology Now's very own Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. My name is Kristen Rodriguez. My name is Brett Hagenis. Have a good one. We'll thank talk to you, you soon. <laughs>